thank you again for staying with us on here. Parents vs. Gaming. I believe, I don't know, this is like episode 35, 36. We're getting up there, though. Um. <laughs> so if you are listening on podcast platforms, like I said, you can find us on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to if you just want to hear audio. And then if you want to watch the video, that's on YouTube under the Parents vs. Gaming YouTube channel. And then, of course, everything is brought to you by Last Choice Network. So if you want to reach out to us, lastchoicenetwork at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to myself or Kier or any of the people that uh, any of the, the cast that's in any of our podcasts. We've got a horror podcast, anime podcast, Parents vs. Gaming. Ender and I do stuff. Also, Ender has his own news channel now, Key, if you ever want to check it out. He does some quick hits during the day. It's called AFK Chat. Uh, really insightful, five, six, seven-minute clips, so kind of keeps you up on the gaming news and streaming news. Now, the next topic I want to go into is, since we have been gone for so long, Kia, tell me mm-hmm. what's going on in the gaming world for you. What are you playing? And this is uh, going to lead into our overall topic okay. here. A little bit of everything. Uh, I am the uh, variety gamer. Uh, I like di- I like dabbling in everything. Um, <laughs> so uh, I play Apex Legends. I love Apex. Um, it's the really the only shooter, honestly, that I play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also played uh, Dragon Age. Uh, I've been running that series on my uh, my Twitch account. Actually, I've been streaming it. Uh, we've gone through Dragon Age Origins, which is the first one, and we've carried on this, the story to Awakening, and then we did we finished Awakening, and we moved on to Dragon Age 2. And uh, actually, the last time I streamed, we had finished Dragon Age 2. So, we will now be moving on to Dragon Age Inquisition, which is the third Dragon Age. So, that's, that's three. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the next time I stream, we will be starting uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. We'll be creating a character. Uh, we'll be implementing the storylines and the decision-making that we have done through all the other Dragon Ages into Dragon Age Inquisition, um, which will affect how the story carries out in Inquisition. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I'm currently running through the Dragon Age series, but I do take breaks. I do stream different things, um, like Apex on occasion, and I also... Um, have uh, been streaming Lost Ark. I've okay, so tell once. us a little bit about Lost Ark. That's a new game, right? Uh, Lost Ark is a new game. Uh, it's an MMO. Uh, I absolutely... I've been having a blast with it. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I'm playing a sorceress currently in it. Uh, I think she's level 27. And what would, you compare, what would you compare this game to? For those that are still, you know, Lost Ark's brand new, right? It's an Amazon game? Lost, uh, Lost Ark is brand new. It is an Amazon game. It is free. Uh, so um, there is no subscription to pay to play it. Um, sure, yes, just like any other game, there are cosmetics and other things that you can buy. Uh, but it is a free game. Um, I personally haven't bought any cosmetics in the game. I've loved everything that I've come across uh so far um but i enjoy it uh i would say it's probably close to maybe final fantasy 14 online or even um wow but uh i kind of prefer honestly i've played final fantasy 14 it was okay um i did enjoy it as in a final fantasy game but uh i really really like lost ark uh for the fact there is no subscription to it um, I can get on and I can play it, uh, and uh, I enjoy this. I've enjoyed the story so far. Okay. Uh, and I like that a lot of the side quests 
are right there along with the story mainline. Uh, and I can just follow it. And it's a fantasy style game, right? Yes. So yes, it, it is a okay. fine, uh, like an R, uh, RPG. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I've also heard it compared to Diablo. A Diablo yes. style game. I think yes. It's got that top down. It has the top view. down view. So yeah, you could say like Diablo, it has that top down view. Um, which kind of threw me off. I didn't care like that. If I had to complain about one thing in that game, it's that is the fact that I can't change the camera angle. Um, is that just cause you're not used to playing that, something like that? Yeah. I'm not used to playing top down, but I say that, but I do play Diablo. I do love Diablo. Okay. So it's not bad. Like it's not something that you can't adjust to. No, I've, um, we do have someone in chat, actually Mrs. Shadow, funny enough, says MMO, let the newbie in on that. She does not know what MMO means. Do you want to explain what an MMO is? It's funny because she kind of plays a MMO style game consistently on a daily basis. Oh, what does she play? Destiny. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they finally admitted that they are. I mean, it's not full blown like your World of Warcrafts and stuff, but it is a style. So it's a... from. If I say this wrong, Andrew's going to kill me, but it's a massive multiplayer online. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he just he just confirmed that in the chat. So that's yeah. that's what that stands for, Rachel. Massive multiplayer online. Or for any parents, <coughs> anybody listening. Um, yeah. And what probably the most popular of all time is World of Warcraft, correct? I would I would assume. Mm, yeah. Honestly, yeah. It probably is. Terminology, much at all. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's one of those things. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot, uh, a, a lot, um, yeah, longest running, Ender says, World of Warcraft, longest running. Yep. EverQuest, Everquest. too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I never got into WoW, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, the game I've started, I've jumped into, so obviously, I'm in the camp that played a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of Warzone. And yeah. And it, it's just, it's not fun right now. The, going back to the World War II era, and all of that. Um, just isn't as fun. And of course, a lot of people play Rebirth, which I love, but I also played Blackout, which was uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, had had the Blackout, and it was a, a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. their Rebirth map was just Alcatraz Island, so it's literally the exact same map. So I, extra year and a half, kind of burn out on that one map over and over. So I jumped into Halo for a bit, beat the Halo campaign. Played quite a bit of yeah. multiplayer, and that was fun. Um, I actually just finished the new Destiny campaign, The Witch Queen. Again, mm-hmm. pretty fun. And then I've kind of dabbled back and forth in some things, got back into PUBG a little bit. And then recently, uh, with Ender as well, we have basically fallen off a cliff or fallen off the end of the earth, and you always see me on Discord playing Escape from Tarkov. I know. I've seen a lot of people, uh, actually, a, a lot of people that went from Warzone to Tarkov. To Tarkov. Now, what's a funny lot of people is I talked about this occasionally to Ender, and he was like, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying mm-hmm. that. So he finally bought it, plays it for two hours. Listen, the first two hours of him playing <laughs> this was nothing but, I can't believe I wasted my money on this game. I hate this game. This game is stupid. I'm never playing this game again. 
Mm-hmm. Like it was just nonstop two hours of like I'm never taking any recommendations from you ever again. I was like, bro, listen, your some of your favorite streamers play this game. Like I'm not mm-hmm. taking any blame for the fact that you don't like this game. You had plenty of yeah. opportunities to look it up. I told you what it's like. I told you it's slow pace. It's not like like if you like fast paced Warzone, this is this is not the game for you. That's not if there. you think yeah. every time someone kills you, there's a hacker. One hundred percent, this is not the game for you. You <laughs> die a lot. Like a lot, yeah. and it takes a long time to load into games sometimes because the different servers. But funny enough, I go to bed, I wake up the next morning, I do some work, I check Discord. Oh, look what Ender's playing Escape <laughs> from Tarkov. I said, Wow, Escape for someone Tarkov. that said they weren't gonna enjoy this game or play it, seems to be <laughs> playing it you. again. <laughs> and he kept, he said he hated it so much because he wasn't good at it that he was determined. To get good enough. For those who don't know what Escape from Tarkov is, it's like a, uh, if you're a console player, play third person. There's a game called Vigor on PlayStation and Xbox. It's really similar as Tarkov. They call it Tarkov Lite, except that's in third person. This game is in first person. It's complete, like, I don't really want to call it a military sim, military-esque, because, I mean, you're, you're just going into these this open world area. There's multiple different maps. You gear up your character, you go in, and then you try to extract. And anything that you find in the world, you can, and you extract with, you get. You can sell it to vendors or whatnot, and you try to build up money and get better. Each time you try to get better gear and better money. That's kind of the whole purpose of the game. But there are time, but there's no map in the game. There's no directions. There's no player icons to tell who your teammate is. No northeast, no compass, nothing. You can't tell nothing. You, if someone walks into a tree literally right in front of you, they will disappear. (laughs) There is, there like, Ah. like nothing. And there's no, there's no icons above your teammate's head, like in Call of Duty or Halo, to know who your teammate is. So if yeah. you don't pay attention to what they're wearing... Now, again, all the characters don't look the same because it depends whatever you brought in. Did you bring yeah. in a vest? Did you bring in a backpack? Do you have a helmet? Do you have a hat? Whatever the yeah. character looks like, you have to try That's... to kind of remem- memorize that so you don't shoot yeah. your teammate. So about four days yeah, in... Y'all don't want me playing that. <laughs> Ender, Ender and I are trying to like go on this... Now, there's AI characters. So there's NPCs. There's different AI. They call mm-hmm. them scavs. And then there's human players. They call them PMCs or USEX or bears. And that's, you know, kind of like, it's got a battle royale feel to it, right? That you can just leave whenever you want. You don't play down until there's one player or anything like that. So you can go in and just extract. But the problem is, is wherever you spawn, your extraction is on the other side of the map. Oh, God. So you got to get there. So Ender and I are chasing down this person, and we go separate ways. But sometimes if you're not, like, literally, when you're fighting, when you're trying to chase someone down, you have to communicate like nonstop. Like I took yeah. three steps to the right. I'm standing by this. I'm moving in <laughs> like nonstop. So yeah. Ender and I are yelling out where this guy is. And then I turn and I see this person running through a tree and I was like, Oh, I think that's him. Pull the trigger on an SKS that I'm carrying no scope. Oh no. And Ender's like, Oh, I'm dead. He's like, he got me. And he's trying to explain to me where he got shot from. And as he goes to the loading screen, he sees that I shot was... him. So then, that's like, all you guys. Then, like thirty seconds later, <laughs> I go over to Ender's body, and then wherever the NPC was, they shot me. And then 
we had another, this must be like three or four days ago. Again, it happens. Now keep in mind, this shot that I pulled off on Ender's head was amazing. Blind shot, <laughs> no scope through a tree. Like it was pure bliss. And I had this like, you know, you have this moment of like, I got, there's also, there's also no. Not that good. There's also no like, you know, when you kill someone in Apex or Call of Duty, you've got that sound that you know you killed someone. There's yeah. no like, congratulations, you killed this person. So you yeah. might shoot someone, think you killed them, go up to them, and they're just laying down, pop up, and shoot you with a shotgun. Oops. Like, there's no notification that you killed somebody. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of assume that you killed somebody. Yeah, no hit, Anderson, no hit markers. There's like no hit registration. There's nothing. You don't know. There's no feedback for you telling okay. you that you're hitting someone. Yeah. Like, no, like, uh, numbers or anything like no that. No numbers, that pop no vibrations. So I know, like in Apex, you can see that, like it'll be like yeah. you've done this much damage on this person. Yeah. You and, get and nothing stuff like that. Even so. if you kill a player, you don't even know what it, that you like any anything about that player that you killed after you either escape or you die, unless you collect their dog mm-hmm. tag and get out, and then it gives you all the information. Like you have to go get their dog tag off their body to understand what happened, like what you did to them. I mean, you still get credit for the kill. You just don't know all the details, like what you did. Mm-hmm. Did you headshot them? Did you shoot them in the shoulder? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you have this gratification when you make off, pull off a shot like that. You know, so for yeah. a good 30 seconds, I was like, man, that was a great shot. I killed this guy. Ender and I can go on. And then he tells yeah. me I killed him and you just feel bad. So for a week and a half, occasionally he would just, well, I haven't, I've never killed you. I've never, you know, he just hang this over my head that I killed him. <laughs> And he just would not let it go. So about, about three or four days ago, we're going through, keep in mind, I want you to go back to this. I shot him through a tree. <laughs> no scope, right? We're in an yeah. open parking lot chasing down someone. I get a little bit ahead of him, turns, and he's like, oh, I got him. And he has this gratification until he walks over to my dead butt and I'm dead silent. And realize he kills I know, you. I know immediately. <laughs> I know immediately that he killed me, but I'm just like dead silent. <laughs> I found so defeated, but he had this like excitement that he smoked. Like it was a great That's shot by him happened. too. It's kind of what happened, but he does like, he, you have this excitement. He doesn't admit, to, he admits to this later to me that you have this excitement. Like you just pulled off a great shot. Like he snapped yeah. and head shot like immediately. Like, it was, it was a great shot from him. Like honestly, yeah. but then he goes over to the dead body and receives the like armband. Cause he couldn't see that and realizes that, yeah. that he's killed me. That he killed you. And then yeah. he's like, after like 30 minutes, he's like, okay, like let's move on. Like he does feel bad, but I finally pointed out to him that the only thing that he felt bad, the only thing he felt bad about is that he could no longer hold it over my head that I had killed him. That he had never killed you and you had killed him. That's really the only reason that he was sad. See, he even admits, yeah, yeah, he's in (laughs) chat right now. But I will say this game, this game, they wipe the game, they wipe the servers like every six months, everybody has to start fresh. Mm -hmm. So we're starting kind of in the middle of a a wipe, so we're way behind. But once we got going, we've, we've definitely liked it. Now, That's good. I know we're talking to a lot of parents that might be listening and have the kids at game and we're constantly talking about what's safe, what's not safe. And that does bring me to my next thing that I know you've done a little bit of research on. A little bit. The not a whole lot. ESRB, the Entertainment Software Rating Board, which does a lot of the yes. games. You'll see a commercial for Call of Duty E for Everyone or M for Mature or whatever that, you know, eight, Peggy 18 in England, they call it, you know, when it's an 18 and up game. Now, the ESRB has released a website. Yes. 
And it's actually really cool. It's for parents. Correct, Kia? Like, this yes. is geared towards parents to help them figure out. Like, Escape from Tarkov, not something you want your kids to play. So, everyone's yelling out different foreign languages and screaming at you. And it's very graphic. Yeah. You know, same with Call of Duty is a little bit more for adults. But <laughs> So, tell us a little bit about this uh, website, Kia. Um, it's definitely geared towards parents, um, and it's geared towards parents that may not necessarily, like, really know anything about games, like, as far as, like, ratings and stuff, so I like that, um, because even as a parent who is a gamer, like, sometimes you just, you're just like, huh, is this really a game I want my kid playing, with, mm-hmm. playing, you know, so it's, it's really nice that you can go in and you can look at the different um and of course there is a subscribe if you want log in and register and all that stuff you don't have to do any of that to get access to the stuff you don't um and uh i i like it though because it really does um it's just nice because you can literally go to the website and you can i say that i was on a different website don't pay attention to me, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. I, um, I do have it pulled up myself here. It's it's www.esrb.org, and yes. it's uh, tools for parents. Fam- I'll, I'll put the link in the, yes. in the description of this podcast. I'll say for we sure. might. We'll, we'll we'll put the yeah. But what I like about there, it, it's but, very simple. Um, it's got a dad and his daughter sitting on the couch yep. playing, talking about family gaming guide. So it says video games are more popular than ever, and it's never been tougher for parents to keep up with what their kids are playing and with whom. We've long stressed the importance of maintaining an open-ended, judgment-free dialogue about video games with your kids, but there's much more that you can do. That's why we've created this user-friendly guide to help provide you with the key information you need to manage their gameplay experiences and keep peace of mind. Now, what I like about it, we talk a lot about about this a lot on on the channel. There are some parents that, you know, you let Kane play Apex with you. Some parents with with Kane's age, they would never let their kids play that. And that's okay. I think think what you choose... Is, is up to you as a parent, but what I, what I like about, and you can talk a little bit more, is that this this website is very simple to use. It, talk, it has categories like selecting an appropriate video game. It breaks down what the ratings mean. Um, yep. uh, it gives you tips and tricks about how to set up uh, household rules, helping if you want to set up maybe. You know, gaming can be a way to set up a little money account and... You know, if your kids want something, whether it's in, there's so many in-game purchases, whether it be Fortnite or, you know, everybody has a season pass now and there's skins. It's all about the skins. What does my character look oh, like? Oh, yeah. And to set yep. up little allowances where your kids can decide, okay, well, if I want this thing, I can save up three months of allowance or I can spend it now. I, I think you can use gaming mm-hmm. in a lot to, to for finances, for understanding, but this also you know, teaches you on the different consoles, uh, whether it's an Xbox, a PlayStation, a PC, they show you uh, how to set up parental con- controls. Um, yep. And then they even break it down uh, to different age groups. So here, I'll give an example here. Um, under five years old, it says, odds are any child of this age will only be playing games under the watchful eye of a parent or guardian. Furthermore, the experiences made for our youngest children are typically used to educate as opposed to purely entertained. Still, be sure to monitor game time closely and adhere to the recommendations of your pediatrician. These yes. are kind of like tips by ESRB. And then you jump in, here's a, you know, 13 to 16 is, is pretty common for people to have the kids. It yeah. says 13, 16 year olds, uh, children in this age range will vary in maturity, which we talk about that a lot. Online gameplay will become more increasingly important and your kids may crave more freedom to engage with both friends and strangers online. 
make sure you continue to encourage conversations around games with your kids, including the games you find appropriate and adapt your household rules and parental control settings as your kids exhibit increased maturity. Now, of course, yes. these are just guidelines. These aren't like, don't follow these to a T. I think it just gives yeah. parents a lot of information. Um, and like you said, you've poked around on this. What do, what do you like a lot about this website? Um, I like that it's simple. Um, the simplicity of it, uh, being able to just like, okay, I want to look at this like appropriate video games, like selecting that the age or whatever, like, or not age, but looking at being able to look at the ratings and actually mm. then break it down and tell you what it means. To me, that's great because there are parents out there that are not gamers and they don't understand the ratings. They don't understand how they choose that rating or anything like that, but they can go here and they can figure it out mm. and do the research. And I like that because, and it, and they keep it simple. So it's not like you're going to be sitting here pouring over this for hours on end, trying to get to whatever it is that you're trying to learn. It's right there. It's super easy to find and you don't have to worry about it. And it helps you with setting up those, those parental controls that you need. Um, because if your child is younger, um, you're going to want those. Um, but yeah. it's, you know, in, in anything, if your child is a gamer and you're not, I recommend that you do a little bit of research no matter what game they are, no matter Absolutely. how mature they are. Do your own research on it. Make sure you're comfortable with it. And and establish house rules. Like, establish those rules ahead of time. Be like, well, if you want this game and you want to play this game, then these are the rules. And if you can't follow these rules, then you can't have this game. Uh, I do find that that's very important. As yeah, absolutely. Rules. And, you know, um, other things I like on this website, there's a couple articles down at the bottom. It takes you to some subsites. Mm -hmm. And I, one that sticks out to me really quickly is The Unspoken Benefits of Video Game Play, which is written by Dr. Rachel Cowart. Um, and in it, she talks about how it can be beneficial for mood management and mental well-being. Mm -hmm. uh, she talks about social connection, which, of course, online gaming is huge with, with a social connection for your kids. Maybe they don't have it. You could have homeschool kids. Um, you could have kids that, yeah, <laughs> Kane being that way, you, you could have uh, kids with COVID that, you know, especially during the COVID era, they, they weren't going to school. How do they stay in touch with their friends? Or, again, yeah. just, I mean... There, I had some friends when I was in elementary school that had moved different school moved districts, out. different yeah. states, and I never heard from them again. Like, it's crazy mm -hmm. in today's world that a video game can keep them connected. Like, you don't have to lose that best friend you had from yeah. kindergarten to third grade because you guys played Minecraft on the phone all the time or played Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Like, online gaming fixes all that. You can, you can keep yeah. friends a lot longer. Um, one thing that I really like that she harps on is unintentional learning. And I just want to read this little paragraph on it. She talks about, while claims about the effects of video game use often focus on what negative thoughts, attitudes, and behaviors they might teach players, often with little supporting evidence, in more recent years, researchers have turned their attention to the potential positive, unintentional learning experience that can occur while when playing games. And I like that she goes into this because it is constant negative about oh, my kids play video games I don't really like. Because the parent doesn't yeah. like it, it's immediately negative. Oh, my husband plays video games, it's immediately negative. Oh, I don't want my kids to play games because my husband plays them or the wife plays them. I mean, it's it's both sides now. Or maybe we should stop playing video games because I don't want our kids to see it and it could be bad. But she also mm -hmm. goes down to, 
She refers to it here as unintentional learning because the things we are talking about, learning new information and new skills, are not the explicit goal of the games they are playing, but rather an unintentional consequence of playing them. We say this all the time. Maybe a kid decides they want to be a video game developer or they want to uh, design worlds or their audio or into voice acting or they end up being any kind of programmer because they grew up playing video games and realized that mm -hmm. this industry, I mean, there's more people in the video game industry and there's more money in it than there is even in and the, in the I movie say, honestly, there's so much money to be made in that game, in the gaming industry mm -hmm. as well. Um, Kane has expressed interest in wanting to do that, make video games. Um, and I think that's great. Uh, you know, if, if that's what he wants to do, then I would support it because I think that's amazing because there's money to be made there. Um, but, you know, I, I don't it's it's one of those things like I I grew up gaming. So. It it's just one of those things like I hate when parents automatically just turn it into something negative and there for a while gaming did get super yeah. negative it backlash. still struggles it definitely still and it, struggles and it does still struggle but it doesn't like there was a time like i know when we were younger like when we were teenagers and stuff there was huge backlash for people who were gamers yeah. and like it, it's there is so much more to it like i can't tell you i have gamed with a guy that was just crazy good with numbers and he could tell you and he was a great PvP player, uh, player versus player, for those who don't understand. Um, <laughs> he did it in Destiny, and he was a phenomenal. And he could tell you, like, oh, well, yeah, I did uh, I did this much damage, so he's dead. Mm. Like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, if you have this much uh, on this piece of armor and this and this and this is how much this is how much shield and this is how, how much health they have. And if you do this and this, I could I could hit him twice with my hand cannon and then swap to my other gun and hit him once and he's dead. And I was like, what, how do you, how do you get that numbers? He literally would just do the math in his head. Yeah. And, that's crazy. and do it like, it's phenomenal how crazy it is, but there is learning to be done there. Yeah. And I mean, I've, my son is an amazing, like he problem solves like crazy. Why? Yeah, a lot of games. He have. loves. Yeah. Because a lot of games have that. They have that problem solving. And kids pick up on it. They're little sponges. Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely. pick up on all of it. And um, so there's definitely things that kids can learn unintentionally and not even realize it. Well, guys, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. Uh, we really appreciate you guys coming out and listening to us. Like I said, if you want to listen to the podcast, the recording of the podcast, it will be on any podcast platform that you listen to. And then of course, YouTube at parents first gaming, uh, reach out to us at last choice network at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, you want to reach out to me, Kia, uh, and also Jay, which is us bobber. If you have any questions for him as well, I know he's got kids. He's back and forth doing football thing, the kid thing, being a travel agent. He is, he is tapped out and all over the place. Um, but, uh, the three of us are always here for you. And then if you have been listening to the past, and it has been a while, uh, Alexis Jordan has not fallen off the face of the earth. She has <laughs> completely focused on her, a lot of her own stuff. So if you were a big fan of, of Jordan, uh, definitely check out, uh, I believe she's got the Lex Gaming Network, and I will put that in a link in the chat. She's doing a lot of uh, focusing on female streamers and kind of their backstory and what they come through. So some really good stuff that she's put out there. 
And uh, like I said, we will be, our next live episode of this will be two Sundays from now, so March 20th. And then uh, we hope to hear you guys then. Like I said, on behalf of Parents First Gaming and Last Choice Network, I'm the JT3, James III. And of course, we have Kia Kane. Kia, let everyone know where they can find you for the Dragon Age streams. <laughs> Kia Kane, 0801 uh, on Twitch. Uh, and I'm usually there, uh, unless I'm sick, which I have been the last <laughs> week. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually there Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, I have been sprinkling in some daytime streaming uh, during the week, but... Uh, that's kind of a scatter, so I can't really say for sure when those usually are, but I am definitely there in the evenings on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And if you want to find me, I'm at twitch.tv, the JT3 underscore. Uh, I will be streaming uh, Tarkov for the rest of the night with Ender. If you want to listen to us yell and argue back and forth, and he calls me that all I do is moan and complain, which I probably do, which is fine, but it's a good time. We're still finding our way. We're, we're very new. Very big noobs at the game, but we love it. And for those on YouTube, you can see Kane is waving goodnight to everyone behind Kia. So thank you yes. guys so much. <laughs> Kia, you have a great night. Kane, you have a great thank night. Thank you too. And we will catch you guys in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. All right.